Well, hello, friends. It's been a little bit since I've recorded a podcast, and I won't deny, I might have been procrastinating on this one, which is my review of the year of 2023, which was what I call now my personal year of authority. It was a big year friends, huge year, probably the biggest year of my life in some massively significant ways. And I don't know what your year was like, but in this podcast, I'll give you a little peek into mine and hopefully some encouragement and inspiration to keep you going in your own journey toward the full expression of your own God-given authority. Well, hello, gorgeous one. Welcome to Bombshell Radio. Here, we combine pleasure and purpose to liberate women into their divine assignment of being the fullest expression of fierce femininity. My name is Jackie Lacroix. I believe that pleasure is a life force. Beauty is for you. And your sexual design is the key to your greatest fulfillment and calling. I'm the author of the best-selling book, The Bombshell Manifesto, and I've mentored women in body, beauty, business, and intimacy with God, themselves, and men for over 10 years. Each week, you'll receive a different edition of Bombshell Radio, focusing on one of these areas, all designed to inspire you and help you optimize every area of your feminine design so that you can live your biggest, most beautiful life. If you've been longing for a place where you can merge your spirituality and your sexuality and enter a conversation that honors your body, your beauty, your business savvy, and your faith, welcome home. Let's get started. All right, my loves. Well, it is late in the evening as I'm recording this. It's about 15 minutes before midnight. And if you know me well, you know that if I am a little tired, which I'm not too tired, but just enough, then I can be even more brutally honest than I normally already am. (laughs) So it's the perfect time, actually, to have this conversation because holy smokes, friends, what a year. I've talked to many of you, especially my private clients and mentorship girls, about what 2023 was like for them. And we did our month-by-month review together and had this kind of beautiful open sharing that we do there in the mentorship. And I shared with them some things that I'll share with you tonight. And I'm, of course, going to make this a little bit more about authority in particular as a theme for you all so that you can get hopefully something out of it for yourselves beyond just maybe curiosity you have for why I'm saying this was such a big year for me. But at the end of 2022, I don't quite remember where it came from, but I had this sense in me, perhaps from listening to podcasts or my various coaches and mentors who I love so much, but that this upcoming year, the next year, which was going to be 2023, was going to be my year of authority. And friends, I can't describe to you the amount of naivete 
(laughs) that I had in choosing that as my word. And one of the things that was so interesting is that simultaneously with that word, maybe a couple weeks later, it came through that another theme for my year was going to be love. Just the word love in all capital letters, which as I'm saying this now, I'm realizing actually ties in very powerfully to something that I'll discuss here to some extent. But I was sharing that with a a mastermind I was in at the time, a personal development mastermind that I felt that I had these two words for the year. One was love and one was authority. And one of my darling friends pushed back lovingly and said, are you sure that you're not kind of making authority your word because you're scared of the fact that it could just be love and only love? And I really valued that feedback because she knows me well enough to know that I do have a tendency to run (laughs) from the romantic. However, I knew in my spirit that authority was like this co-word that God had given me. I want to say the spirit of authority as it's coming out of my mouth now, but the word authority. And so it was fascinating because my first act of authority in 2023, or one of the first few, was owning the fact that authority was my word for the year, and that love was right there with it. Now, here's my first question for you all. How many of you, like I have in the past and sometimes still struggle with, have felt sometimes that authority and love cannot possibly coexist? That if you were to stand in the fullness of your power, whatever that might require, perhaps boundary setting, perhaps the removal of certain relationships, perhaps stepping into certain relationships or stepping into something in your business or your health or speaking up at work about things that everyone's telling you you should hush because it'll put you on the line or whatever, right? That's authority, perhaps, for you. And so many of us have been trained that love must look weak, which isn't entirely an inaccurate understanding because especially as a woman and even for guys, right? When we're in a state of love, we're very surrendered, which if we don't have a very developed understanding of what surrender actually is and means and allows God to do, it can feel like a very weak position when in fact it's a position of tremendous strength, even sexually, right? This is big power and surrender. But many of us have felt that being surrendered or kind of giving ourselves over to love is is a weakening stance, which feels very counter to authority. So, so many women who I've worked with and known over the years often feel they have to make this decision. Will they be in authority or will they exist in love? And so it was fascinating that my year started off that way in that I really took a stand for the fact that I wasn't going to choose. It was going to be a both and. It was going to be the year of authority and the year of love. And I owned both and both unfolded. And as you'll see in a story I'm about to tell you, they actually were quite linked. But that's my first challenge to you in this podcast is do you sense any pairing or any association that if you are to be in your power, if you are to stand in authority, you can't somehow also exist in love and be loving and be even surrendered and feminine or romantic or open to your children or whatever it may be, right? Maybe it's God, surrendered to God in this state and existence of love. Do you feel that that necessitates powerlessness 
that you have to step out of authority to be into love and into love to be out of authority. (laughs) I'm probably mixing those two up because it doesn't matter to me anymore because I finally understand I can be in both. And do you? Because you can, my love. It does take mastery. It does take practice. It's awkward before it's elegant. But I absolutely believe that one of the hallmarks of true God-designed divine femininity is this magnificent coexistence of authority and love in the way a woman lives. And of course, the way men live too, but most of you who follow me here are female. So that was one of the first experiences of authority for me in 2023, but it actually all began earlier in 2022, in October of 2022, and it started with a boy. (laughs) Now, you know that unless I'm speaking very historically, I usually wait till things are well over before I um, discuss them in a nice, objective, non-identifying type of way, if I'm even able to, about my dating life. But um, this was so significant in my life that as much as you might enjoy the juiciness of it, it I hope will also maybe shake you up with something that you don't yet see that you're doing and offer you an opportunity like I had to consider life a different way. So authority, my year of authority truly began in October when I met a man on a plane, kind of just one of those God appointed or coincidental, however you want to see it, types of things where you can't avoid someone, you're practically destined to meet them and there they are. (laughs) And we had so much in common around how our life currently looks um, that it was almost bizarre, you know, just so many situations that we're both living being so incredibly similar that it was almost, I mean, it just was weird practically, but in a really beautiful way. And so we hung out and spent some time together the next day. And as we were walking and talking, he was just describing how he deals with his situation. And I was thinking about how I deal with mine as I was listening to him talk. And he was sharing some of the things that he does that, guys, if I told you what they were, which I won't, this is his personal life, but they were so basic and so obvious, you would not think that it would have blown my mind the way that it did. But just suffice it to say, I was living in my situation differently, (laughs) right? I was just doing things as I had always done them, largely based on how I had been told or, or somehow come to believe that I had to do them. And because I hadn't been exposed to anyone living it alternatively, I didn't see any other way. And so here was this beautiful man describing how he handles his situation. And I hope I kept a, you know, reasonably normal (laughs) expression on my face, but internally, I'm going to try not to curse on this podcast, guys, but I can't make any promises. So this is your warning. If you need to put headphones on, get the kids out of the room, save it till later, skip it, et cetera. Okay. But I'll try. My next podcast about 2024's word, it's going to be very salty (laughs) from a language perspective, but I'll do my best on this one. But anyway, so he's describing this, which is so normal. Again, if you guys heard it, you'd be like, yeah, that's what lots of people do, Jackie. But it was so different from what I was doing 
that it was like being smacked upside the head in a very nice way. And all I could think was, what the fuck have I been doing all this time? Like, what was I thinking? Why was I under the illusion that I had to go about certain things in a certain way when looking at it based on the rights that I had and what is actually quite normal, I had every ability to do it differently and much more beautifully for, quite frankly, everyone concerned, especially my children and myself, but everybody, quite frankly, (laughs) right? Something new, but better for everyone. So as he was describing this, I realized that not only was it possible to do things differently, but that I myself could do them differently and that like gobsmack of gobsmacks, I could start right now. I didn't have to wait a year. I didn't have to wait till the next year of 2023. I didn't have to wait six months. I didn't have to wait till a certain, I had everything I needed to step into my authority in the way that I was already able and allowed to and fully within my rights. And again, for the best interest of everyone involved, able to, I just had not been doing it. And no one had kind of shaken me up until he inadvertently did. And obviously he wasn't telling me I should do anything different. He was just describing what he did. And it served as this enormous wake-up call. And so I did. I think it was the next month I changed the way I did things and took actions I had never taken before. Again, nothing dramatic. If I told you what they were, you'd be like, Jackie, that is not a big deal. But I am hoping that you can sense maybe something that you have been doing a certain way and maybe have some kind of wake-up call that it doesn't have to be that way just because you've always done it that way. And that was the wake-up call that I was in. And so as of the next month, I realized enough, you know, there's so many downsides to the way I had been doing it. I finally have come to this revelation, thanks to him, that I could be doing it differently. And so I immediately did. I like fast action, friends. (laughs) I'm not a tremendously patient person. Let's go. So the next month, I did it differently. Didn't really, you know, tell anybody who didn't need to know. Everybody who needed to be informed was fully informed and fully on board. And it was one of the most beautiful experiences my kids and I have ever had. And it started a new way of living, which if I'm honest with you guys, I was not comfortable in yet. It's not that I wasn't comfortable with it, like, oh, something's off. It doesn't feel good. It felt amazing. And it was in my spirit and logistically, legally, all the things, very right and beautiful. But how many of you know when you step into your authority, you're stepping into a new version of your identity and you're not comfortable in it yet, right? Your spirit can know that, yes, finally, this is what we were supposed to be doing for a long time now. But it's like you're not used to yourself living that way. It's like the air feels different, (laughs) right? You're like maybe worried about things you don't need to worry about because you're possibly letting your whole nervous system chill out, recognizing that you are safe in your own authority. Again, having checked out that everything is actually on the up and up and done well. And if so, now it's just a matter of letting your heart and your body catch up to the facts that you're good. 
this is fine. This is beautiful. Right? So I, I made those changes. I had that experience. And then there were um, other opinions <laughs> that didn't actually have any sway, no legal, you know, no one was impacted in that way, right? But other outside people who weren't used to this new Jackie. <laughs> how many of you know what I'm talking about, right? And how many of you, maybe if you're very self-aware, you've done personal development before or something, perhaps are even cognizant that subconsciously you've been avoiding your authority because you know that if you step into it or even just turn the volume up on it a little bit, you're going to be rocking someone else's boat. Now, do they have any right to dictate how you live your life? No, probably not. But if you've allowed them to have that ability, even though they've never had the right, if you've allowed them to have that position, if you will, of influence before, they've gotten used to it. And if you suddenly come into an awareness of rights and abilities that you have and you start to exercise them, they might not applaud. I know, shocker of shockers, right? <laughs> so what's so interesting to me is it, it, it took months, if I'm honest with you guys, and if you've listened to my podcast throughout this year, they've been kind of heavy hitters. I have this um, goal and dream and desire of recording short, quick, adorable little podcasts, but alas, that's not how it goes here, is it, friends? And I don't think this one's going to be too much of an exception. But it's taken me several months each time, kind of seasonally, if you will, throughout 2023 to look back at the previous season of 2023 and the end of 2022 and think, how the hell did that just happen, right? What on earth was that? And one of the first revelations was that this man was such a catalyst for me finally stepping into my authority fully. And for that, I will be forever grateful to him. But in January of 2023, Let's just say that the uh, slightly disgruntled opinion of various other people made manifest <laughs> through their altered behaviors. I won't get more specific than that. Hopefully you guys can plug and play this into your own life somehow. You don't need the specifics of mine. I'm trying to give you concepts here in the context of a story, but without too many details. But things happened in a practical, tangible, real world way that were the manifestation of other people being unhappy with me, having stepped more fully into my authority. And it looked specifically like a removal of provision without any heads up in a big, big way, right? Now, if you listen to my podcast on the provision wound, you know that something that doesn't seem like that big of a deal, or maybe logistically it is, this was for me quite a big deal, and there was no warning, but it can throw you, I think no matter what, no matter how evolved and connected and close to God you are, just because of the paradigm shift of now adjusting to something that you didn't see coming. But if you have not done the work that I talk about in the Provision Wound podcast, you're welcome to go back and listen to it, then it can really fuck you up, <laughs> right? There can be tremendous senses of abandonment and betrayal and just this disillusion of, wait a second, I thought you were on my team, right? Like, what was that? So 2023, started, I was actually at a music festival on, I think it was New Year's Eve or thereabouts, but um, 
I was, I don't think it was, maybe it was the day before, who knows, but I was on this energetic high that this was going to be my year of authority. I I just, you know, had this small taste of stepping into my power in November after I met this guy in October, right? And I like, I was so charged up. This was going to be an incredible year. And then it was like, boom, in January, the real world, not consequences, because I believe it was a really good thing now looking back, but the reality of what can happen when we suddenly say, wait a second, this is my fucking life. And it was the whole damn time. And just because I didn't realize that for a very long time doesn't mean it was not and is not and will not be in the future actually the case. It is actually the case. (laughs) But the wake up process can take a bit. And then people have their reactions, and then they choose their behaviors based on whatever the reaction was, and then you get to calibrate to their new behaviors from their reaction, from your authority, right? And that cycle can play over several times as you, quite frankly, choose to remain in your authority. Because when people have their reactions, many people cower. And if I could pick one thing from 2023 that I am most proud of, it's that when rugs were pulled out from under me and I had a chance to kind of go back and default to ways I had known to interact before and maybe grovel and beg and give up rights, if you will, and and whatever it took to regain or return to, what was familiar, I very consciously chose no way. I'm not going back to that. And I remember sitting on the steps of my house. I mean, sometimes for just like an hour or two, friends, (laughs) like listening to worship music, staring off in the distance, just processing what the hell was that? Like, what even just happened? I didn't even have any thoughts about it yet. You guys know that when life hits you so hard, you're like, you don't even have thoughts. You're just numb. (laughs) It's such a stunner that your mind, brain, body, soul, spirit, emotions, whatever, all of it is just trying to process that that even just occurred, right? And part of your brain is trying to say, no, 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 that didn't occur. It's, It's an illusion. It's a mistake. It's you know, it's a fluke. That's not what they meant. You know, we're going to go right back to normal. And the other part of your brain is like, no, that just happened. And it happened with definiteness. It happened with finality. And I could possibly go back and try to piece together some version of what was already dysfunctional before. Or I can push my little canoe off into new waters and say, I don't know where I'm going but I sure as hell know I'm not going back there. And that's what I chose to do in 2023. And it is probably one of the, I want to say, greatest accomplishments of my life, (laughs) which I know might sound like, ah, that's, that's, that's pretty a big deal, Jackie. And it doesn't sound like it was that big of a deal. But how many of you know, and if it's you and you're like, "Mm, that sounds like you're describing me, believe me, I don't fault you. I understand how hard it is. And I've walked with so many clients through way, you know, more intense things even. 
But how many of you know people who, when they start to get pushback and resistance as they're striking out in their authority or they're going after their lifelong dream or they're finally just standing up for themselves in some situation that maybe was just completely unacceptable, they go right back as soon as there's pushback. And so I think one of the greatest accomplishments of my life, one of the most proud I am of things I'm most proud of from 2023 is that I chose to just sit in the new, in the discomfort of a totally different paradigm and a very different world for me until I became comfortable in it. I didn't run back to what I was comfortable with. I waited until I was comfortable in what was new because I could finally see that I was never going to be able to be comfortable with what I had previously participated in. So another question for you, are you willing to sit in the discomfort of what is totally foreign to you perhaps, but that you know is for you? until it becomes the new you, who you were meant to be all along. When I think back of some of the most intense things I have walked through over the last several years, one of the most powerful things I have learned to do, which does not sound powerful at all, and yet, friends, I swear it is. It is, it is potent, and it's, I don't know, I don't see many people doing it. <laughs> and I think it's because it is quite internally difficult is that I have learned to sit in this discomfort. And I'm not even just speaking figuratively. I have learned to literally allow myself to just sit, not in a you know stupor, <laughs> but in a quiet, reflective, even if there's no current thoughts actively in my mind, just processing state where I choose to not return to what has become unsustainable, where I choose to not retaliate to any kind of behavior that was perhaps directed toward me, which was not acceptable. I choose to not imitate it, right? So I don't return, I don't retaliate or imitate. I don't let myself build any anger, which is a really big deal. A lot of times when I see people who've gone through something difficult They will choose to stay in anger and it sucks the life out of them. It removes the ability to think clearly, to have access to the Holy Spirit is really what it is, so that they can make the next best decision, so they can allow God to flood into the situation and work miracles, which I did, and I'll tell you guys about that in a moment. Um, And I also don't do anything damaging to myself. Now, I think that that, you know, that sounds a lot more intense than what I mean. What I mean is I don't overeat. (laughs) Back in the day, what, 15 some years ago, I used to overeat when I had intense emotions or then I would feel terrible. So I would work out, you know, more than my body really needed to, not in a a damaging way, but just it was done out of a, a punishment mentality versus a, I love myself. Let's go take care of myself mentality, which is what I've lived now for over a decade. Thank goodness. But If you can learn to just sit in this sometimes quite miserable, honestly, period of an identity shift that was very possibly 
followed up by undesirable reactions from people and a paradigm shift as you perhaps see how they are willing to behave. I don't like to say who they are, but how they are willing to behave more clearly without returning to it, retaliating, imitating it, being sucked into anger or a sense of victimhood or doing anything that would not be in your best interest to your greatest mental, physical, spiritual, emotional health, you're a badass. And I know that sitting there on the couch or at a cafe, just staring off into the distance, and which is so rare, right? Because everybody's on their phone now or they're talking to somebody or they're moving quickly. You just watch someone who's just sitting in a cafe kind of staring <laughs> for two hours. You're like, are you okay? Is something wrong with them? And hopefully not. Because for many people, over the last three or four years, some crazy stuff has happened in the world. And if I can encourage you to do anything, it's just to allow yourself to sit and process without doing all those things that I just listed several times. Because that's what will allow your entire being to ascend to the new you. To the you that is truly a new creation, that is operating at a higher level and that doesn't have time for any of the behaviors that you or that other people you, you know, previously had different degrees of interaction with, you don't have time for that anymore. You are a new everything. It's, it's difficult to describe, but it's kind of like melting yourself into mush in a cocoon, figuratively, obviously, so that you can emerge as a butterfly. And it feels like, it feels miserable at times. But once you recognize that it's the most powerful thing you can do, rather than pushing yourself into some new direction that isn't even aligned because you're doing it out of anger or, you know, to numb out or anything like that. No, we're not doing that. When you realize that you have the the most power when you just sit through the pain without doing anything that's going to make the situation worse or lower your character, no matter how other people have behaved, you are allowing, in my opinion, the supernatural power of God, if you can go that deep with me, and if not, just you're allowing yourself to learn a new habit of becoming a new and better version of yourself. And every time you do that, you don't just open your authority or step into your authority because you can do all of that by just taking one very exciting step. And then as soon as there's pushback, you run right back, right? This is anchoring your authority right? It's like a new normal has been established. A new level or whatever has been reached. And it's a, what do they call those hotel statuses and stuff? This is a, a lifetime status, <laughs> right? Like, it's not like, oh, you just got that status for the year. No, this is, this is the new iteration of you. And there's no going back. And that's a beautiful thing. Now, <laughs> after all that intensity, let's tone it down a little bit. And I hope, first of all, that that's given you a little bit of encouragement and a shakeup. And I'm not done with you yet, so hang in there. But as I said, the other word that was gifted to me in 2023 was this word of love. And it was bizarre, if I'm honest with you guys, to be experiencing myself, <laughs> I mean, let's really get into it, shall we? Growing in my power 
and yet still feeling this call to open my heart to love, right? And I talked, I think I think I talked about this. You know where I talked about this? In the podcast I did on a spa day, <laughs> which doesn't seem related, but I very intentionally had a very beautiful spa day in, I think, February, because I could feel from the effects of any remnants of my own provision wounds, myself closing off into a fine, you know, if I can't trust other people, then I just won't trust other people. If I have to provide for myself, then I will freaking provide for myself, right? Which, how many of you know that energy? Especially you alpha, independent, you know, well-educated, highly achieved females out there. I know many of you are in my tribe. When you're like, you know what? I'll just do it myself. I'll just do it myself because I can trust myself because I know I have my own back and because I can do it better anyway, <laughs> right? Which is, let's just be very, you know, blunt here. It's not a very open, receptive, gentle, surrendered, feminine energy, right? It's like a fuck off energy. Let's be real. And that's not um, conducive to allowing love in whether you are trying to have someone come into your life or you already have someone in your life because I've worked with enough married couples to know that you can have someone cohabiting in your space and have your heart fully closed off to them, right? So whether you already are in a relationship and you want to stay in it or you're not and you would like to bring one in, opening your heart to love is a lifelong choice and practice. And sometimes, especially if we have that old pairing of a weight, authority, and a love can't coexist, when we feel a new anchoring of our authority level, it can make us feel if we don't watch out that love somehow has to take more of a backseat or it has been devalued or it can't be trusted or it can't be open to or we don't have time for that. There's so much we've got to do over here because now we're in the authority position, whatever, right? So I sensed that in myself. I've gotten to know myself well enough, thank God. And I know that when I can't trick my mind... (laughs) I don't love to use the word trick, but you know what I'm saying? When I can't convince my mind to open logically, one of the most powerful routes for me and for many of the women I work with, which is why the work I do is so powerful, I think, is to go through the body, right? When our body is escorted gently and with a knowledge that it's safe and it's going to be respected and well cared for into a state of surrendered self-care and even self-care at the hands of another person, right? Even if it's a woman, like a massage therapist or a facialist or whatever. When we, I mean, I think I have an Instagram reel on it, but I certainly had that long podcast when we're literally disrobing, right? We're taking off our clothing, which for a lot of women can feel like armor, right? When our clothes are off, whether you like your body or not, you're looking at it in the mirror, right? So when we allow ourselves to take off our armor and enter a surrendered and trusting state with someone, obviously, who we have verified we can trust and feel safe with, which is why, you know, (laughs) if you're going to go do a spa or salon, please read the reviews, right? Make sure you're going somewhere where you are going to be respected. But when we choose to do that, it, it circumvents our mind's ability to, to doubt, and to close our heart off. It's like a back door into our heart, which is exactly why I chose to do that in February, because I could sense kind of the backlash of my own reaction to other people's reaction to me having stepped into my authority. And thank God that I did, 
because it was exactly what I needed and it helped counterbalance the new considerations I was having to make now that I was more fully in power on my own. So (laughs) all of that led beautifully to several things. One of them was trusting God more, right? If you have a very unhealed provision wound and the ways that other people behave toward you affects the way you see God, right? Like if someone does something terrible to you, why on earth did God let it happen? God must not be trustworthy. God must be angry at me. I must have done something wrong. You know, I can't depend on God anyway, or God doesn't even exist, right? All of these kinds of this cascade of projections really on God when other human beings have somehow, you know, whether it's our perception or reality have wronged us, right? So one of the beautiful things that I was able to do because I am aware enough of that, that I don't anymore allow what other humans do (laughs) to influence my relationship with God. Thank you very much. The one person who I absolutely can trust at any point is I prayed. Like I prayed, you know, I've prayed prayers of desperation and petition before. (laughs) So it wasn't like it was a new thing, but this was a new topic. That's for sure. And God showed up in 2023 in new ways for me, right? Like God has provided and protected me almost beyond my ability to comprehend. And I'm sure I don't even know all of the things that he's done behind closed doors to block, you know, attempts to harm me. But many of them I do know about it. So I know that God has showed up in incredible ways. And this was new because this was a different kind of provision that I had never come to him with such pleading before. And as God does, yes, there are random miracles, but God also acts through people, right? How many of you know the story of the person who's drowning and so they pray for God to save them? He sends three boats and because God is working through people, the idiot person, sorry, drowning, turns all three people down and then proceeds to die. And in heaven asks, God, why didn't you save me? And he says, I sent three boats, (laughs) right? So God will often act through people. And two women in particular came, I mean, they were already in my life. One kind of randomly reappeared and the other had been there for a while. And they provided in the most selfless, giving, generous, unexpected, tangible, and absolutely critical ways that without them, I don't think, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure God would have done something, but without them, who he chose to use and they chose to respond and to act, I don't know how I would have made it through the first half of 2023. The the factors were just impossible seeming. And I've told them both, you know, with endless gratitude that they made the impossible possible in that first half of last year. So, oh, so are there people (laughs) to turn this back to you, my dear listener, who you have this feeling that God may be acting through and 
maybe you're aware and maybe you're allowing it and maybe you're just doing a little praise and gratitude dance like I just spent so much of last year in just absolute desperate gratitude and thanksgiving to God for the ways he was coming through and for the people he was coming through through but maybe you are finding yourself turning it down or turning away from it or refusing it or rejecting it And so my very loving and totally understanding, because I have certainly done that before many times myself, reminder to you is to accept the boat. You know what I'm saying? If you are anchoring in any kind of new level, please be aware of that just devilish, dastardly trick of the provision wound, which is to close your heart off to the ways that God wants to love and provide for you through other people and allow them to help. I mean, obviously check, right? If it's a narcissist who's trying to like, you know, help you so that later they can hold it against you somehow, you know you, you know them, (laughs) you check with God, you get with the Holy Spirit, you figure out intentions, you sense in your gut if this is someone who's truly in your corner or not. But if it is, then allow yourself to be loved and cared for and protected. One of the most beautiful things God said to me uh, toward the end of the summer of 2023, when another round of the rug being pulled out from under me (laughs) was underway, was now let me show you what it really looks like to be cared for. And friends, even though round two of... um, other people's reactions (laughs) to me, quite frankly, having probably weathered the first round so well was fully underway. The final third of 2023 was probably one of the most luxurious, decadent, just resplendent, extravagant in both truly um, exquisite kind of high end ways and in the most simple, basic, free, but unbelievably sacred and beautiful ways I've ever had, right? If you had looked at the trajectory of that year in certain ways on paper, you would have think, this is just getting worse and worse, (laughs) right? Like, geez, Jackie, you know, so sorry. But if you saw the things, and and probably some of you, if you follow me on Instagram, were able to witness some of it with me, because I was witnessing it right there with you too. Believe me, as I lived it, it was like, dang, this is incredible, you know? just keeping my heart open to how God wanted to love me differently, even though certain people were showing me their true colors, right? It was like, wow, even though it looks like it should just be getting worse, it actually just keeps getting better. And all I could do was be grateful and kind of keep my head down and, you know, learn from it and trust God more and lean into whatever he was telling me next. Because when you, when you find out who your people are, you learn which voices you can truly heed safely. And I have learned that anything that God whispers to me in my spirit is 100% bona fide, definite, absolutely trustworthy. Even if it makes no sense, even if I'm like, that is not possible, Lord, it is not going to come to pass that way. I don't know what you're talking about. It's always the thing that is true. And so that is the voice that I heed above all our other voices. And so if there's some prompting in your spirit to either avoid something or avoid someone, or hopefully 
also, <laughs> at least to allow something or allow someone in to help provide, protect, care for, love on, or just treat you to something that you don't even see coming, then let God love you through that person and that opportunity and that unexpected open door. And that is absolutely what the final third of 2023 looked like when my expectations were low, 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 friends, and it just kept getting better. And I had learned enough at that point to not feel like it was because I'm awesome, (laughs) right? I mean, I can talk some trash, but it's all God. And I don't say that because I'm a Christian and I'm supposed to. I mean, it is from just watching things unfold way outside of my control and just continually choosing to trust and step in and just pray for protection as I go that I have learned how completely I can trust my father. So that was one of the things that happened when Jackie decided to keep her heart open in the name of the second word of the year, which was love. (laughs) But the other thing, um, well, I guess I'll, I'll share a little bit more. And I, I really hope that you guys, and I love the messages you write me after I post podcasts and, you know, the specific ways that it spoke to you and the way it was absolutely what you needed to hear and how perfectly it lined up with what you're going through, which is why I share so openly, even though, of course, I don't share everything. But um, I will tell you this, which will lead into what I'll share next. And I think it's the last thing I have to say, but <laughs> that means it's another 20 minutes to go, right? We'll see where this takes us. Over spring break, I had my children with me at my home, and it was just beautiful. And yet I also got incredibly sick. I mean, friends, it was like, (laughs) it was almost funny, right? It was just, I've never had that many physical ailments at one time. (laughs) And fortunately, my kids were fine. They were just playing around me, and it was awesome. But I remember laying down resting at one point when my kids were happy playing nearby and hearing, I, I, was, I was praying to be honest. I had like, I didn't even know what I had. Like I couldn't see well, I couldn't hear well, my stomach hurt, I was exhausted. It was like all the things. So I was just laying there in front of the fireplace like, okay, God, you have my attention. Okay, I can't listen to podcasts, I, you know, whatever. Like all senses have been cut off. You have my full attention, Lord, what? what is it? And he gave me two instructions. One was to get out of where I was currently living, which was a bit of a battle. I did not want to go, but I also knew I wanted to go, if you know what I mean. And so that surrender actually, as I'm saying this, I'm realizing it was the perfect combination of the two themes. I was surrendering to God, allowing him to do something even better, which is what he kept telling me he was about to do, and I didn't believe it, and then it's exactly what happened over the last part of the year. And it allowed me to step into a new level of authority because it was, again, removing an access point uh, to whether or not I was the only decision maker in my life. I'll put it that way, right? So I was to get out of where I was living. I was arguing with God over that. And I was to let a man in to help me. (laughs) And let me tell you how much I was arguing over that one. (laughs) That's another podcast for another time. But I agreed. You know, I I wouldn't say I agreed. I was like, fine. (laughs) Fine. I will consider, Lord, those two things. But of course, I knew I would eventually obey because, again, I've learned to trust God completely and that whatever he wants is always what's best. So... I kept my heart open and 
in my full authority, made some decisions over that spring to just see where certain things would go. And I took another trip (laughs) and I was on another plane and the same person actually who's had such a tremendous impact on me um, was there and I won't go into all of that, you know, everything that was planned and then unfolded and it was absolutely beautiful. But I had my heart open more than I have ever felt it happen. And I remember sitting on the plane and this is going to sound so silly, but if you guys have kids or you're young at heart, you'll go with me. It's like the scene in The Grinch, right? Where his heart like literally grows three times bigger out of nowhere. Friends, I swear that is exactly what I felt. That is exactly what I experienced. I was just sitting there and I know some of you, you know, I have a broader audience now than I have in the past. Some of you may be comfortable with the term chakras or something. It's not really my thing, but you know, if you're familiar with that terminology, it would probably be the heart chakra or just your heart. But like, it's like it cracked open. And I remember thinking, I have never felt this much attraction, this much like love, this much strong feelings for someone and been treated so well by this person all in the same man. And I just kind of in, in the, a similar way to when you're processing something awful and you're just allowing it to become, <clears throat> you know, like something that passes through you so you can anchor in your new level without reverting to old things. In the positive sense of doing that, I just sat there and let myself basically be loved or at least just feel love in a stronger way than I, to be honest with you, had at that point come to believe was possible, like was a thing. And for those of you waiting for the happy ending of the story, (laughs) nothing ever went anywhere. Unfortunately, I'm still, I'm not completely sure why, but this man just had this tremendous impact on my life in these two huge theme words for me, like being the catalyst to truly what I think is the biggest and most final step into my fullest authority. Like I have never been more self-sufficiently in my own power in a logistical way, in an emotional way, in a physical way, in a mental, like all of it. I am 100% my own woman now. And I was not (laughs) before I met him. And then to have my heart opened and to experience feelings that I had come to believe just probably didn't exist. And it's kind of like all of those lovely quotes you see on Pinterest or whatever, where it's like, you know, you can have everything in the world, you can have success, you can have travels, you can have experiences, but if you haven't experienced love, you haven't really lived. I feel like now I can say I have really lived because I felt the potency of that emotion without any static from you know, oh, but I'm not that attracted to him or, oh, you know, but he treats me really poorly or, oh, like there was, there was nothing. It was just this pure, absolute beauty. And I'm so grateful (laughs) that I've felt it in my lifetime. That's how I feel. So how does all of that tie into a bow for you, for us, for me 
as I look back on what was the most powerful year of my life so far. I mean, there have been, you know, big events that have shifted my life powerfully in the past, but so much happened in an elevating, like ascending way, both in power and in love for me last year that I think 2023 was it. Like it was the biggest thus far. And my invitation to you, of course, is to allow whatever happened in 2023, whether it was beautiful, overtly, or whether it was brutal, to be something you can find the beauty in and that you can feel a deep gratitude for that hopefully you can even identify as the iteration or the existence, the manifestation of this next level version of yourself who you actually were all along, but now you're living it. And my challenge to you is, can you allow yourself to anchor that so that it becomes the new normal, right? Like now that I know that I can exist in my fullest authority, I am never going back to anything less. And now that I have felt that palpable degree of love with no games, no BS, and with powerful attraction, I don't ever want anything less. So instead of being like, wow, that was an amazing year. Oh, well, back to the basics. Like, no, 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 no. (laughs) These are the new basics, right? Like these are now the basics. And from here, we just rise even farther. Which is tempting, perhaps, to say, well, that's not possible. You know, like that's as good as it gets. It's too good to be true. You know, that was like, it was nice while it lasted. But if you really believe in the identity of God being infinite and boundless and eternal, then there really is actually no need to cap what is beautiful, what is true, what is holy, what is divine, what is like the manifestation of life as it should be, which is, quite frankly, each individual in fullest authority and in fullest love, because that is God, is it not? total authority and perfect love. Now we of course don't have total authority because we're under him, (laughs) but we're only under him. And if we're made in his image, we have so much more power and so much more capacity for existing in our own authority and for embodying and experiencing and letting ourselves surrender to and flow through with love. I feel like I tapped into the two most powerful words in the universe last year. And I absolutely intend to carry them in as my new baseline, new basics, new standard, new normal, new non-negotiables in 2024. Which, as you'll find out in my next podcast, (laughs) is very much what birthed the word that was given to me for this year. But we'll get to that next time. For now, my friends, I would just love to take each one of you in a hug. Maybe some of you need to be grabbed by the shoulders, (laughs) right? And shaken up like I was again at the end of 2022. 
figuratively, of course, he would never do that. <laughs> but I think all of us, regardless of whether we need a shakeup, could also just use a hug. <laughs> and if I could convey to you while I'm embracing you with all of the love that I have, that you have so much more power than you know, but that the status quos that you may have become comfortable with might convince you otherwise. And if you can get into a position where you can safely step out into your fullest authority, like stepping out onto the waters and recognizing that if you're in alignment with the Holy Spirit, that God's going to protect you and provide for you as you do that in unexpected and new ways. And that because you can trust him, you can step into authority without closing your heart off to love at the same time. And then in fact, being in your fullest authority and power and being as open and surrendered as you possibly can to the experience of love is, I think, the supernatural state in which miracles become normal in which favor becomes just a a way of living, in which people look at us and say, what on earth do you have or are you doing or do you know or do you have access to? And it's this combination of authority and love through the grace of Christ, through the power and abundance and adoration of God. And if I can encourage you to allow yourself to sit in that rather than running back to what you might be comfortable with until you are comfortable in the new existence in this identity that you were all along. Oh my gosh, my friends, your life is going to explode in the most beautiful ways. And yes, as that happens, people will have their reactions. But if you and God are right and tight, their opinions are the last thing you have to worry about. Now, I'm not saying there aren't logistical things you need to put into place to protect yourself, to set boundaries. Believe me, there are. That would be like five more podcasts that we need to have. But in concept, in, in mindset, in internal decision that you're going to allow God to do this, that's where it all begins. So, No matter what happened for you in 2023, I invite you to look back and find those core spiritual lessons that God gave you that showed you that you can trust, that you can be brave, that you can receive, that you can surrender, that you can trust love, and that you can trust your own power because you can trust His, and that you then make that your new baseline as we go into this next year. And if you do that, this year is going to blow your mind. Today's episode is brought to you by the Bombshell Manifesto. The Bombshell Manifesto is a two-time number one best-selling book, and it's where I really teach the philosophy of the biblical bombshell. After spending years in ministry and now more years running my life coaching business, I see so many young women and even women well into their lives just floundering and kind of flopping around in some of the essential areas of God-created femininity, such as their relationship with God, their relationship with their bodies, their relationship with men, with sex, with beauty, with their finances. 
And I just don't think we have time for that. I think that we are called to do such big things for God while we're here. We've got to get these areas under control, locked on, so we can move forward toward our exciting assignments and massive callings in life. So in this book, I really give you the behind the scenes of my personal journey, struggling with what God was calling me to be as a woman, going back and forth around the over-sexualized ideas of femininity or the completely asexual versions we often see in the church where we're not supposed to talk about that tough stuff. I lead you through the research and the history around the concept of a bombshell, a few personal visions and ideas I have around it, and then the scripture that God puts in front of us as how he wants us to understand the important role we play as women. Do you know that a woman was the way that the Savior came into the world and was the first evangelist of his resurrection and then ascension? This is a big deal, ladies. So hop over to bombshellmanifesto.com. Now you can find this book on Amazon, But if you go through bombshellmanifesto.com, I've got a couple extra fun free bonuses and ways that you can actually get free trainings and audios that take this whole concept deeper. We walk through the 12 pillars of a biblical bombshell, addressing tough areas of life like opening to vulnerability and intimacy, understanding beauty and God's calling for it, getting deeper into our confidence and our security, committing to a relationship with God that blows our minds and more. What I see so much from women and hear from them, and quite frankly, I hear it from men who are looking for a woman to marry or they want their wife to come alive in the way they know that she can, is that there's some kind of tapped in femininity that is out there that is possible, but that's incredibly difficult to find. Women long to be it, men long to find it, and this is the calling we have as women. This is what we're able and even asked to step into, required, I would say, to step into, to live out everything God has for us. But I see so many women who are stuck in mediocrity and are told that that kind of complacency is contentment and that's where they should stay and they should just be happy with it and, you know, that's life. I don't think that's what God's asking. I don't think that's what we're here to do. And I don't think we have any more time to waste. So join me over at bombshellmanifesto.com. Let's light this thing on fire. Let's get out into the world and do what we're supposed to do. Do what we can do. Be fully who God has called us to be. The bottom line is this. The entire world is obsessed with women, and they should be. That's the way it's designed. We are the ones who continue life, we continue the human race. We are always going to be attracting people's attention. We are always going to be shaping human beings, shaping culture, and pointing people towards something. The question is, what are we pointing them toward? Have we completely released and activated every area of our God-designed femininity to do those things well? I hope you'll join me. I think there's no more important calling on this earth as a woman than to live out her full God-given design and to use it to point people to Him. So let's get this thing started. Let's set ourselves free. Let's set our families free. And let's light the world ablaze with the truth that is only in the gospel. I'll see you at bombshellmanifesto.com.